Hello, welcome back to TVI. Carl here. Julian here. This Carl. week, this is one of two episodes released this week on Double Orlin. Drop TVI Friday. TVI, Double Drop, mate. TV, TVI Friday. We didn't. We didn't drop the, you know, change the name just to sort of be the letters. Is it abbreviate um, to TVI with that in mind? It just happens to be a happy coincidence that we can now say TVI Fridays. It's very organic, you know what I mean? As are we. I don't know what that meant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But this is a very funny episode. We caught up with a really funny comedian, funny man, good man, uh, Brennan Reese. Who lives up in uh, in sort of on the moors? The moors, mate. Yeah. So we we catch up with Brennan um, to chat a bunch of stuff, um, and obviously we've got another episode is out this week, which is a sort of slightly special non-comedian episode with Tony Sales. They're both out. Listen to them both. Uh, but Tony's meantime, my old mate from the ends, and who he's, um, uh, went on to be a master criminal, mate. Yes, and now he's put he's it all behind him. Book. He's put it all behind him. So, um, He's in jail, we... not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, let's do a Patreon shout out. Uh, this month, uh, we, every month we give a shout out to all our heavyweight patrons and above by name. Um, so if you're not a patron, I'd say expect what you do at this point uh, is probably skip forward about uh, a minute. But um, for our patrons, uh, let's see. Um, who should we start with? I'll tell you what, I'll start with um, Pimlicat. Natalie Staffer. Toby Braithwaite. Timmy Turnips, mate. <laughs> that is a name you've got to add mate on, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Tim. That's actually Tim College. I know that much, even though he hasn't got his surname. Steve Stark, the St- artist. The artist. Um, Known as. Stephen Geary. Sing it, don't say it. I don't so, know if she'd want me to say her name, so it, I'm going to say, "Sing it, don't say it." Simon Hills, Natalie and Brulia, not really. <laughs> that is Mariah Carey is one of our patrons. Um, Donald S- Trump, no, no, no. <laughs> Simon Hilton, Simon Freer, Simon Freer. Now I've got to go to the next page. Bloody hell, this. A lot of people have moved up into these tiers. This is very good, and it? it's good of them. Um, let's go, Sharon Miller, Ro- Rosie Ead. <laughs> I think it's just Rose Ed. Oh, <laughs> you made it, made, it, made it sound all like one word, like Prince Rosie Ed. Um, <laughs> Ronan Quinn, Robert Fruit, Rajan Sharma, Phil Potter, Michael Scully, Michael Mayen. Laura Elliot, easy. La- <laughs> He's trying to chirp any woman on the list. <laughs> easy there. Easy there. Easy, swipe Laura. The, easy swipe right. There we go. <laughs> Ultimately, if you are a woman on the Patreon list, uh, you have opened yourself up to Julian emailing you at some point at four in the morning. Only dick pics. Uh, only, yeah, 100% dick pics. That's what our patrons no get. No text. <laughs> no text, mate. No context, Just no for the text. record, I don't email anybody. Exactly. Straight text of me. Lloyd I just Benson. turn up at your yard. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying Liz. It's not really. Liz. Liz. Liam like Mintz. Liam. Lentils Rock. Lee Garner. Laura. Kelly Taylor. Katie Funnel. Katie Ann. Kate Apostolov. 
Joe Hawks. Jimmy Dazzler. <laughs> it's Jimmy Dazzler. <laughs> sorry, sorry. My sorry. Dazzler. Basically, what's happened is because now we've people know they can go on the Patreon and change their uh, the name they're listed on. We are now starting to get people to change it to names that make us Someone laugh. was Julian Dean for ages, <laughs> weren't they? It looked like it was, obviously looked like it was me. Uh, yeah, just sign up to your own Patreon, mate. Ed Clues. Oh, Ewan Gregory. Do we miss Ewan? Um, oh, Ewan. Sorry, mate. That's all right. Doug. David Williamson. Imagine it was David Williams. He just signed up. <laughs> um, Dave Wally. David Shambrook. Daniel Marshall. Daniel Fields. Daniel Chamberlain. <laughs> Chris Sharp. Chris Bins. Seri. Seri's the tarot card reader. She is. Hi, Seri. Cameron Primrose. Brett. Billy Big Ball. <laughs> Your favourite, mate. The biggest balls in the school, Bricknell. <laughs> stand next to him in the urinal, mate. It's just balls, no dick. Bigger, just bigger two, dick than the teachers, mate. Two massive geezer. balls with just a hole in the middle. That's, that's, what, that's what he's packing. <laughs> <laughs> bigger um, dick than the PE teacher, that geezer. <laughs> Hairier than be, the fucking headmaster. Not to, to not to get bogged down in a sort of, a, 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 you know, it's a dodgy topic. But there is always going to be there's going to be kids at school who just develop very quick. I I know a couple of kids in the showers at school that were just packing, man. How bad that must be so bad. I've for only a teacher. just developed. Well, yeah, but imagine being a teacher, you know, a PE teacher, and you're not a creep. Imagine you're just a good person. But you know, you happen to in a game of rugby, you happen to catch sight of one of the one of the guys' dicks, and it's just way bigger than yours. <laughs> and there Go up to him, say, "Look, in detention, do you think you could fuck my wife if you bring her in?" <laughs> Look, mate, you'll get out of detention for life if you just if you cuck holes me. <laughs> <laughs> if you bang my wife on the bed while I sit on the chair <laughs> and cry. Um, Andrew. Alex Riddle. Adam Ackerman. Steph Harvey. Simon Whitley. Ross Clark. Rachel Napier. Marmy the Space Horse. <laughs> I think somebody's might be playing around with their name now. Lisa Gold. One of the old old guard. Jodie Faulkner. Emma Easy. Taylor. Another another big gun of the patrons. Emma. And this, I think, is the person who used to be called Jilly Dean. He's it's even now, got my photo. He's got your photo. And he now goes by the name Slimy J. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's the worst nickname. Oh, I love it. Anyway, um, there we go. Thanks to all our Slimy heavyweight patrons Jay. above. Uh, thank you for your support. Um, if, if you say Slimy J three times, I turn up in your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> With one of your topless pictures, like you sent me the other day. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, what was the purpose of you sending me that? Just to show you what a great torso I've got. <laughs> Why else would I send it? Because we were chatting about something. I thought there was like there was a context that I think. Oh, I said this should be the merch, maybe. Oh, that was it. it was a funny yes, but also part of you was like, I just do want to show off my torso. <laughs> anyway, um, at some point, I'm sure your torso will end up on Patreon, just as a just to lure some more people in to fucking lure some people out <laughs> next month that list will be about three people 
Anyway, um, that is uh, the end of the list. Thank you for your support. If you want to sign up, uh, as I mentioned before, you get loads of extras. Um, that's it. Why don't you kick back and enjoy uh, a lovely, funny chat. With, uh, in this chat as well, we get some old stories we've not heard before about Julian's uh, criminal past. Oh, yeah. No grassy. Brennan Reese, everyone. I fucking do it, mate. Um, welcome back to TVI. Carl Donnelly here. Julian, hi. And uh, and Brennan Reese. Hello. Are you where, you're in a lovely room. Thanks. Nice fireplace, log yeah. fire. Well, it's not. It's just logs. Oh, it's just logs in a fireplace. A, so it's just not. A, it's not a, a working log. fireplace. Well, I think it could be. Like, it could be if you lit it. Anything could be a fireplace. <laughs> if, you're <laughs> if, you're going, if you don't mind going to prison if you, for five years. If you've got years. a petrol can and a lighter. <laughs> and nothing to lose. <laughs> um, what, and no uh, fear. What is so? Uh, what is it? It could be a working fireplace. Yeah, like we've. I, I bought a house, but in the north, because people from down south. That little disclaimer there. Bought a house. That's what always happens. Like I've got mates in London who do that. They're like, I'm buying a place. And you're like, what? And they're like, it's in Margate. You're like, okay. <laughs> they always <laughs> yeah. say like an affordable place outside of London. Swapping yeah, yeah. it for my car. <laughs> you get people like being like, oh, is someone passed away? Yeah, or, yeah. Or, no, 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 it's in the north. They're like, oh, good. Glad you're done safe. What, where is it? Where, did, where have you bought the house? It's in Saddleworth, on the Saddleworth Moors. Saddleworth's oh, lovely. Wow. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah. you saying. That's a, it's got a beautiful view, isn't it? Yeah, stuff. yeah, a really cool view. Of but where it's like, kids are buried. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if it's you look, lovely. If you look really hard, you can see like a stray mitten. <laughs> it's got a beautiful view of loads of ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Do you know Casper. what they do? It's like Casper. <laughs> <laughs> they do... Um, Maybe like once a year they do a little tour. Oh fuck! Oh. And like it's really you bring, you bring your own shovel or do they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those rods where they prod the grass with. Who's going on that <laughs> tour, mate? Do you know, like sort of people. It, I mean, it, like it's, I mean, it's morbidly fascinating, though, isn't it? Like I drove over the moors and it was so eerie but beautiful. But fucking, yeah. I didn't drive back that way. I was too scared because I'm a pussy old. <laughs> <laughs> I went the other way around, like through some major cities. <laughs> extra two hour drive just to not drive through to some a quiet road. That it is, is it. horrible going over there though, because like the radio cuts out. The only thing you could get is like shipping forecast. So you go like, oh God, it does so feel like you're like... in the beginning of a horror film. <laughs> yeah. It is, yes. Um I it's love it though. I once Paul, I was in uh, the Peak District. I was driving to a gig. I was doing, doing a gig up that way. And just, I just found myself in this, like, it was just when the sun was going down and I was just on my own, like, in this road. I couldn't see a car for miles. And uh, and I just saw this road pulling off and I just thought, I'm just going to, I've got loads of time. I was, like, an hour and a half early. I thought, I'm going to pull down this road. And I ended up just driving down and getting out and just going for a walk in the just the dark woods. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that, mate. I'm waiting in the car. <laughs> I love it. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not like Julian. I'm not afraid of the dark. If, I, if I'm with, if I'm with someone big and strong, not really, if I'm with someone, <laughs> uh, a protector, let's call that. But if I'm with, even with my kids, I'm not, yeah, I go into a different mode, but on my own, my imagination just goes. Oh, free. I love it. I, if anything, I, I prefer a, a sort of a dark, Walk around Plus the Saddleworth Moors, people might not know, is where the 
Myra Hindley and Ian Brady buried loads of children. I think it was implied when you said about the bodies of children. Yeah, but people <laughs> might have thought I was just being random. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just being lol random sort I of I say guys. that, that's, that's my punchline to everything. <laughs> and then anyway. they all died. Long story short, you've bought a house there. Yeah, I bought a house. It's like old house, so like 120 odd years. So it was wonky. And then we got... we digging out the fireplace and stuff. And then the night we moved in, some of like our, our bed is behind the, the fireplace upstairs, like the, the, the chimney breast. And it sounded like there was a rat in the bed and we're like, oh fuck. Oh, shit. And a bird had just fallen down and spent three days dying as we oh, were sleeping. God. It was horrific. Poor, poor lady. <laughs> <laughs> right. and then, well, no, dead, isn't it? Um, but so that's okay. But that's, I mean, that's you need it. You need an actual chimney sweep, don't you? That's the that's the thing about having a working fireplace. You do need a I'll chimney sweep. Well, the the problem around here is if you invite a kid to the moors, they're I going. Don't I don't think, want a chimney sweep. I don't think we children are chimney sweeps anymore. I do think we phased that out about 120 years ago. <laughs> Started using adult labour. They've got to be thin ones, though, aren't they? I don't like, think they get in thin. there anymore. I think it's all done with like sort of. A long brush and brushes. Oh, let's yeah, fun. Like the old days. Like, a little, a little kid in a flat cap shows up and goes, "Oh, jump in!" Uh, <laughs> let's crawl. Revolutionised it by just making the handle a bit longer. <laughs> Changed nope. the whole game. It's amazing that that was like you know we'd had we'd gone through the industrial revolution, but they still thought, "Nah, just send a kid up there. <laughs> let's not put a, like an extra six foot on that broom handle." Kids died, mate. It's very um. Did they day. die? What of like black so lung or something? I don't know. Actually, I just pres- assume they falling be down. Good for yeah, I reckon falling would be the key one. The yeah. shame, shame of it all is there's not going to be like a musical song written about a long pipe, is there? Do you know all those no, like know, old musicals where they're like, "You all right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's done now. Yeah, it's done. Old Dick Van Dyke dance routines and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so you're in Saddleworth. Uh, yeah, what we're saying is your house looks very nice. You've done it up well. Thanks. Is some rooms like... great, some rooms horrific. Did you do it up yourself or did you have a did you get did you get people in? Well, we got some people into plaster, but then it was like favours from dads, like yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. specifically, yeah. not just <laughs> um so my dad's he's like sixty-eight, retired about three years ago, and he's working more on the house than oh, ever. really? That's all right. That's nice, though. Gives him a sense Handy. of I bet he enjoys it, does he? He says he doesn't, but you can tell he does. Of course he does. Dads love that shit. Yeah. I mean, my dad doesn't, but I, I get that <laughs> from friends. That I, my friend's dads are always like, so helpful. My dad's just a lazy... No, you can't ask him for anything. So, like, but that's you know, that's his own, <laughs> his style. But yeah, I'm sure your dad loves it. Mate. <laughs> yeah, like, well done, mate. Your dad's nice. He's got nothing to do. He lives on a barge. Does he? Yeah. Mum and dad broke up about five years ago, and he went, "Fuck it, I'm going living on a barge." I mean, that is so, um, not to, not to dive into the late midlife crisis conversation <laughs> but a, a man coming out of a marriage and then getting a barge feels like a a real sort of i'm just want to do what i've always wanted to do yeah that sort of conversation isn't it is he yeah. happy is he happy on the barge i mean as happy as you can be <laughs> it's just a port of cabin and water isn't it yeah like, there's only he... a few people that live on boats though and uh they quite i mean they quite like it I think I've always, I've I always wouldn't want to rom- do it. I've always had the romantic view that one day I'd live on a boat. That's it. I like in the middle I, of the I, sea. 
<laughs> on a super yacht, mate. But, Tied um, to an oil rig. No, but the ones, because obviously I live right near the canal, so I go down the canal a lot, and like, you know, it's, it looks nice. Some Get of them rid look of wicked. evidence and stuff. It's nice, <laughs> isn't it? It's a nice walk. But the ones that have put like a garden on top of it and stuff, it's fucking beautiful. Like they look, but then like, ultimately, it feels like it'll be really nice. And then the first day, when I'm pumping out, pumping out a shitty toilet yeah. into something. I'll be like, oh, yeah. You're about slopping out every morning. <laughs> Spilling it on your nice roses. You can't even stand up in the front room. Like you've just got a hunch all the time. <laughs> Within about a week, I'd be like, "This is crap. I don't give a shit if I've got a garden on the roof." <laughs> he spent a year with no heating on. He's that type of. Oh, I'm not going to cause any fuss. No heating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through the winter, and, and like he goes, "Oh, you should come and stay." And you go, "No, where?" He says, "It's a, he goes, in a it's dinghy a... hanging off the back by a rope." <laughs> he says, "It's a six berth <laughs> barge," and it's like. No, you can take off a dining table and put some cushions in between this. Like, do you know one of them where everything yeah, falls yeah, into yeah, each yeah. other? But not in yeah, a new yeah. sort of grand designs type way. It's exactly. more like That's a, like calling a camper van a two-bedroom house, isn't it? Or like, a, you know, a, <laughs> yeah. it's got a double bedroom in it. It's not, mate. It's got a fold-out thing that's just about fits two people. Yeah, what? my mini can sleep four. Is he on the move? Not to keep talking about your dad, but <laughs> is he on the move a lot or is he, is he stayed moored currently? So he's moored at the moment. So everyone... I don't think there's a rule for it, but like all the canals get drained and stuff and they, they sort it all out. So around October, everyone goes out on their last little yeah. John. But I say John, like he'll go, oh, I've traveled for like six weeks. <laughs> I'll drive and, and meet you in an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're so slow. So slow. We looked you... at, my mate, me and my mates looked at uh, once going on a sort of barge in holiday. Like this was only a couple of few years ago. Like we thought a lad's holiday. Now we're all a bit more grown up. You know, we'd still be getting shit faced, but now we'd just be getting shit faced on a narrow boat rather than Tenerife. <laughs> on a barge. It? Yeah, so we looked at it. More risk like, of death this way. It was quite reasonable for a few of us to get one for a week. And it was like, you can get it for a week and just travel the canals. And I was like, fuck, we were like, in a week, we'll get all the way up to like Birmingham or something. And then we worked it out that we'd get like to rice slip or some shit. Zone two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still be able to get a tube home. But like. It just yes, but they are they are very <laughs> slow. I remember getting one when it was me and my best mates twenty first, and we 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 live quite close to each other. And he was like, "Let's get a barge, all right." So there was a bunch of us, but it was like February. Ooh. And they, they, there's a man, and you just pay him like sixty quid. He lets you drive his barge. He's not on it, and you can just get pissed. Yeah, it's yeah. probably not his barge. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was moved to another town. <laughs> There's one lad who we know, he's a doctor now, big, big lad, just got, they could really put it away. And he, he fell in. Oh, God. Because he was massive, we couldn't get him out. So there's like passers-by trying to drag him out. And he, he was all, like, because he had so much weight on him, he was all right, but I reckon anyone else would have died. Well, and also the canals are about six inches deep, so it's, you know, <laughs> it's going to be fine. <laughs> My dad fell in about three weeks ago, actually. Fuck he knocked God. himself in. Like, there's a lot of deaths on, on the badges. Like, yeah. That's the, um, my fear is like, you know, just getting pissed and falling in. It happens all the time. We were if you walk down the... Sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, me and Hannah were talking about this yesterday because basically, um, Twyla, my six-month, five-and-a-half-month-old, yesterday we had the first tumble. Basically, I it was my, my fault and I felt so horrendous, but she was totally fine. Rover. It was the day before, actually, the day before yesterday. <laughs> She um 
I was, she was up. I've got, we've got a, quite a high changing mat, but it's got like curved up inside so she can't roll off. But I'm still paranoid that now she could roll off because she's getting quite active at spinning. Um, so I, she was up there, and I'm talking like it's probably up to like mid, up between your waist and your chest height. So you can do it, it's really comfortable. But I could see I changed her, and then she was kept trying to look out the window, and I could see she wanted to. So I thought, all right, I'll put her down on the chaise long, which is really low. But it's still off the ground. I put her on there so I could turn and get a jumper out of the wardrobe. And it was like fucking like slow motion. I put her there. She's looking out the window, happy as Larry. I turn, open the wardrobe, and I just see out the corner of my eyes, she's just rolling off the chair. And as I looked, she basically turned and she fell probably, I'd say about eight inches, just full flat, boom, on the, on the hardwood floor. And I obviously... I Cracked thought, up. I, I thought, I've killed my, <laughs> I've killed my daughter. So I ran over and she was screaming and crying and she was totally oh. fine. Within two minutes, she's absolutely fine. She's not got a mark on her. They're she very ran... bendy, aren't they, kids? They can, they're very yeah. soft and like, you and can luck... drop them from very high. Really. And luckily, <laughs> luckily she, because um, when they go, then their instinct when they go into their belly is to arch their neck up so they can see. So as she fell, she arched her neck up. So she basically took it flat on the torso. So fine, she was totally fine. She was winded fine. a bit, maybe, wasn't she? A little she? bit, yeah, but there's no bruise or anything. And she was fine within minutes, to- and laughing and joking within minutes. But I was, I, I had like PTSD. I, I ended up, I'd, I had four beers in the afternoon to calm myself down, <laughs> uh, which is fucked. But um, basically, I was, and Hannah was quite reassuring to me. She said, look, she's totally fine. There's not a mark on her. She's laughing and joking. And she said, think about think that this is a very minor thing you've got years and years of her actually probably doing things that will endanger herself and like she said think of all the times you did stuff where you could have died like you know in your life i cut our tv wire once with metal scissors behind the telly and it just blew i could have died man yeah i like i had loads of times where i I climbed from balconies in hotels when i was 18 and being a bit of a fucking idiot and I literally was like 12 stories up I climbed between two balconies and things like that I've done things where I should have probably died but and there's me thinking I almost killed the baby because she fell fucking six to eight inches and then I was laughing it's afterwards good to be worried and panic though it stop it makes you cautious doesn't it yeah but you don't want to be over that's what anxiety's for isn't it stuff like that yes it's that's that's when you need it but you don't need it to you don't want it to be debilitating do you, you want to no, no, you no. still need to have a sense of adventure i think that's why my mum's so my mum's still very caught like i'm 33 and she still rings every day check i'm okay really but when i was like two she put me to bed in the afternoon by by the window and by the time she'd got downstairs i piled the covers up climbed onto the windowsill oh leant my back God. and fell through the window what? bounced off a little sort of bay window onto the grass and then my neighbour must have seen like, whew, like a baby just. Oh my god! How high? How full? How high was the drop? So it would have been the first floor of the the house. Yeah, Holy and shit. I was I was fine, but by the time my mum had got downstairs, the neighbour had knocked on with me in her arms. That and then is and social baby. services behind <laughs> yeah, it. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> 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 but I think that's the knock on effect. My mum's the most uh, like cautious. Not to my brother or sister, they're a bit older, but to me, if anything happened, she'd be distraught. Yeah, well, that is, I mean, that's, that is the fear, isn't it? Like, I just, uh, now I know I'm not going to be putting her on anything that's not got a raised side, probably for a, a <laughs> year. Like, I feel like it was, I was so guilty. 
And when they get to walking around as well, like you've got to watch them with plugs and stuff. Yeah, like I that. mean, we're going to obviously put them little plug filler things in, where you, them little yeah. plastic things that go in it. You know, and also, yeah, we have got you've got a safeguard. I get you've got a safeguard it, but also I've always been of the mind like you don't want to overdo it because they are ultimately going to be a person. Aren't they? A few booby traps. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, like Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just it is that thing. I think I'm trying. You've got to try and walk that line of realizing that. Actually, it's quite hard to really hurt yourself. You're mean, on I, suicide watch, aren't you? When well, like... that's what it feels like, and I can't let myself... I don't want to be that person, because I, I know how fool, foolish I was as a kid and the things I did, and I got away with it. So like, I'm sure she'll be fine, but I just need to get that in my head. Yeah, yeah, but definitely plug the plugs up and... But I, my, my mate Daniel... Your razor blades up from the <laughs> night before. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> Um, we put Daniel. the bear traps into the cupboard, I think. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, in a mate... high cupboard near the tablets now. <laughs> near the um, mouse trap. In terms of drunken times where you could have died, my mate Daniel's got an absolute bell. I don't know if I told it on here before, where he, um, we were like 18. We got shit-faced in our local uh, pub. And we were walking home. And where we walked home, he lived basically about 100 metres from me, but over the main road, the other side of the road. And he lived in a sort of flat above a shop. Like him and his parents lived there. And so I peeled off to the right because of my road. He got, he had to go down and go left one. But there was a there's another road directly across from mine that he thought, for some reason he was drunk, he just walked up there, he thought I'd take a different route home, even though it's mental. And there's an alleyway that goes like through. He Basically, he, he worked out when he was drunk, he could climb through every garden and get to his house. <laughs> so he's just drunk and he thought it'd be a laugh. And, and bear in mind, he was fucking pissed. I'm talking like we'd been drinking beers. He won a... He won a bottle of whiskey and a raffle, and just we just did the bottle of whiskey, and like it was just oh. gruesome. And then he, so he's he's climbing over the, he basically just climbing over walls, and he got to about halfway between like sort of his, where he started in his house, and he slipped off a wall, and he fell down the back of a wheelie bin that was sort of near the wall. So it was probably about you know sort of a foot out from the, the brick wall, and he fell down it, ass first, and sort of <laughs> folded upwards. So his head's up one way, his legs are up another way, and he got wedged in there and fell asleep. And he woke up the next morning just in that position. And he was—he he said he was aching and he crawled out. But like he just—he should have—he should be dead. Yeah, just, if, if you end up like asleep like a Corby trouser press. Yeah, just wedged behind a bin. Like, how do you? How do you Hold it up like a book. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember like when he called me the next day and told me that he said like, oh, "Mate," he goes, "I did something so silly." And then just yeah, he just he basically just spent about five hours just wedged behind a bin. I was down on the river in uh, Greenwich, and there's this big slope, but it's you know like when the water goes over, it makes it all green and slippery. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It was, and I went to run up. I mean, this is a long slope, <laughs> and I went to run up it, and I got near to the top, and I just couldn't. So I turned round, and I went back down, but I slipped. I went in the air. <laughs> And my head just cracked the concrete. Oh, no. And I, and I got up, and I just remember just waking up, like, with all sand. <laughs> I, was just, I was just unconscious for I don't know how long. <laughs> I just completely knocked myself out. All of my mates were the other side of the wall, oh, a big group shit. of friends, and I could hear them talking vaguely, like, in the background, but I was just out for, like, a good few minutes, man. Julie's been gone for two days. Julie just sparked himself out. I used oh, to take man. so many risks down the river. Yeah. Like, crazy. It's when mates are involved, though, isn't it, that you go, like... Oh, we used to swim in the Thames and stuff, and, like, 
just on like on drugs. I had a moment at the start of this year where I did something stupid and thought, genuinely thought, this is this is the end now. What was it? And I, I was in Australia and um, went to this little beach and there was sort of like a, I, I can't really swim, but there was like a, another sort of little paddling pool area. It wasn't a paddling pool area, but it was like a shallower bit. And I was like, I'm just going to dive in. I think it'll be a laugh because, you know, I can stand up in that bit. And then I didn't realise what a riptide is. Oh, sure. Yeah, I've, got, I've had a couple of got caught, got caught in a riptide, but because I can't swim proper, I was just fucking going for it. And my friend's just going, just you need to go out with it. And I'm yeah. going, I, I, I'll fucking, do-. and I must have swam for about two minutes to get out of it. Oh, God. But that feeling, I, at one point, because I've been swimming that long, I figured, this is quite funny that I might die. <laughs> <laughs> I went through all the emotions just, and I could see him just. I could do a bit about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is an Edinburgh show for yeah. someone else. Yeah. <laughs> there will be the 40 minute mark of another comedian's Edinburgh show. That's when, that's when oh, he pulls dies. the stool up. Yeah. And talks about the Riptide just, and Brennan bit. I just see He's a comedian. on his notes, Riptide Brennan. <laughs> Someone starts filming it for the end of the show. Like, yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh. It's but scary, it's so, though, it's scary nature, isn't it? Like, like in the Thames, I remember swimming, but I'm going backwards because the tide was so strong. And um, it's just like you're just powerless, aren't you? Over, yeah, yeah. Over we um, I t- we got we got caught in riptides in India on a beach. No one was swimming at all in the water. Every oh, that's handy then. Ran <laughs> like like there was about 500 Indian families just on this beach. Not a single person in the water. And we're the two fucking honkies who roll up to the beach, and like, and we were, and they, basically we'd been told you probably shouldn't go in the sea on that that sort of south, uh, what is it, southwest coast of India because it's quite dangerous swimming. But we had no idea just why, like how strong it was. So we just we we didn't even we'd waded out in the water while every family was watching us shaking their heads, and then we got to not about, telling you not to, just like. Well, I don't. Well, no, they weren't because I think you know they, they were probably thinking, "Oh, they need to learn." And then we just both probably got to. I wouldn't even say waist high in the water, yeah. and just got both. We just both got pulled out to sea, and then luckily the way it worked, there it it rolled us back up the beach. So it was like it basically took luckily, us. Luckily, you got washed out. up on an island for yeah. three. And we both rolled up on the beach. It's and then, quite handy. But everyone was laughing. Every everyone's cracking up at these two fucking guaylos who've just rolled up. <laughs> they're thinking they're these on a two gorers. <laughs> and it, oh, it, was, it, was, it was fun though. We end up That's having another few goes at it. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it is it's dangerous, man. It's if I sometimes yeah, you think about just some of the. Like, you sometimes think I definitely was very close there. I've done, yeah, definitely. Well, I remember, I remember once in Tenerife when I was eighteen, I climbed between a series of balconies, like so high up, like literally in death. The moment if I fell, I think dead. drunk people die a lot like that on abroad, don't they? When they're but drunk, still not as much as you'd expect. You know, you know what I mean? Like not enough, but like there is a few. <laughs> oh, you didn't. Oh. <laughs> I had it once where I was at a barbecue when I was at uni and uh, we're all pissed and someone's like, let's go car surfing. And I was like, I'll do it because there was an audience. So my mate got in his car pissed and I stood on the top and he just put his foot down. (laughs) And I was like, fuck. And then he slowed down a bit and I slid onto the bonnet and I sobered up and I thought, oh God, here we go again. It's the riptide from the future. Um, And uh, then I thought, right, I need to get off this car. 
because otherwise I'm going to die. But because I was drunk, instead of getting off, trying to get off at the side and run, I got off in front and ran, and he just oh, ran me over. And I, <laughs> <laughs> woke up in hospital. That is such a drunk bloke's decision to make to his mate. It, but that, that, your mate thought the funniest thing I could do here was run him over. And it, he's true. He's correct if you actually think about it. But, <laughs> yeah. but you shouldn't do it. Sometimes you shouldn't do what would be the funniest. To run people over—that's the—that's what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah, I had. I remember like being. I remember again. This is not. We're not endorsing drunk uh, vehicle use. But I, the most, I was battered in on that same trip to India, and I just totally just forgot. I'd basically ridden. We'd ridden these motorbikes down to this beach. It was about a half an hour ride. And my mate had a little, I just had a scooter and I'd got a fucking motorbike because they didn't check your license. <laughs> and I knew how to ride a geared bike. So I just, um, I, we went down to the beach and basically he got stung by a jellyfish. So we, we just had to sit there for about oh, and an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Someone took a dump. They didn't know what was going on. <laughs> He's like, no, it was on my leg. I was pissing on his face. <laughs> got my cock in his mouth. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought this was Bukaki Beach. <laughs> No, you've got to drink it, mate. That's how you fix it. Um, but I, he just, yeah, we basically sat, had to sit for about two hours while he, his leg went, sort of the swelling went down. And uh, and while wow. we sat there, I just necked two for one mojitos in this bar. And they were strong and I was just banging them. And I ended up just basically just forgetting about what we were doing and his getting stung by a jellyfish. And I was just getting wankered. And then he went, all right, I'm ready to go now. Let's ride home. And I suddenly realised oh shit, I've got to ride a motorbike and I'm pissed. And it was Result. so dangerous. Like, I remember I remember loving it for about 15 minutes and being like, Ugh. and then I almost went head on collision into a truck. And I was That like, wakes, that sobers you up. I, bet. I was so sober and I rode so slow for the rest of the journey. I can just imagine you walking through India with him <laughs> by your side. <laughs> it was horrible, man. But yeah, it was uh, it was one of those moments when you're like, okay, I've got, I've, 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 I've gone a bit too far this time. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. That's the message of today's podcast. Imagine it wasn't. Imagine it was. Come on, come let's on. have a go. Come it's on, 2020. Give it a bash. Yeah, go on. Have a couple of scoops. <laughs> I drunk and drove once. I remember I'd just passed my test and it was New Year's Eve and I was thinking, yeah. And I was driving from different parties in my mum's Fiat Ching. And I went in a party, got drunk, came out and the car wasn't there. And I'd Ooh. left off and it'd gone down the hill into a wall. Oh, God. That is... I... What do you do in that situation? Because obviously you can't really call anyone because you are pissed well so. we, we wheeled it you just back. got a moonwalk <laughs> we wheeled it out the, the wall backwards and be gone <laughs> <laughs> Move, keep moving <laughs> yeah we, we pulled it from out the wall and um and then moved it further down the street and i just told my mum that someone had crashed into it oh fuck that is she probably it. listens to this my mum listens to everything so uh Shit, yeah. doesn't listen to this. Some of the things we've talked about in the past. Ah, she'll love it. Um, well, if you said what, if she doesn't know to this day that it was you, I get. I guess not. No. Fuck. Not unless one of my friends from college bumped into her and went, "You'll never guess what." Yeah. That's, um, I'm wondering. I don't know if there's any. I'm trying to think if there's anything I've my pet like any major lie I ever tell my parents that um, they wouldn't know to this day. You're straight. 
<laughs> so. It's a real big practical joke in it that you've really got method straight. Really, to... yeah. That's it. Um, I I don't know. I don't think I've got one. Any of you, Julian? Any? Oh, probably loads. Yeah. Oh, I went to a prison for two weeks, didn't I? I didn't tell my dad. <laughs> <laughs> What did you go to prison for? Only because, I mean, I was an adult, but um, only because I knew he would, I, I, I told him afterwards, like months later. Right. At the time, he just really used to worry about stuff like that. <laughs> it's weird though, isn't it? Can't <laughs> that way be concerned you might end up in prison when you ended up going to prison. <laughs> oh, that's funny. More about getting bullied in, like he just, yeah, he was just worried that that would happen. He and, thought you were going to get. You know, yeah, shanked. thought I was gonna get shanked up. <laughs> What's prison like? It's prison. Yeah, what is it? What's prison like? It's it's quite nice actually. This time of year, anyway. Like. <laughs> Christmas and all that. Yeah, it was actually on Christmas Day. I was in there. Yeah, really. Well, the nineteenth of December till New Year's Day. Fuck, that's a. Really... You put decorations up in that. Um, no, actually. Do they do anything festive well, like? Um, they, yeah, you get two hours out of your cell Christmas day. Oh, happy which Christmas. Is, which, which in, Be- in Belmarsh prison oh, seems like Santa's a... arrived. <laughs> yeah, has he been? Santa's got his sat oh, that ain't Santa. <laughs> I, um, but you get two hours out of your cell instead of one hour. So you so, just get one hour a day which, which feels like a punishment if you saw the, the other, um, travellers there. <laughs> <laughs> the other backpackers. <laughs> There's a... Not demographic. Yeah. So hang on. So what? The rest of the days, it's one hour a day out of the cell. Yeah. Well, it's a maximum security uh, category. A, so you get one hour out of your cell. And um, just to mingle with the murderers and rapists <laughs> and yardy gangs and skinheads and. Did you make any friends the... right there? I did actually a couple. Yeah. Well, what was their crimes? Um. Their crime. Well, most of them like they were quite serious crimes. What was the worst crime? The worst crime, actually, uh, um, that I didn't know. Like, I was in your your door just gets open for an hour every day. Same time, or is it just like could be at eleven, could be at four? No, it's at the same time every day. It's pretty, it's pretty regimented in prison. But um, (laughs) (laughs) but they um, so this guy kept coming in my cell and like sitting on the other bed, and it was a little kind of um, odd guy. Yeah, yeah, maybe learning difficulties, you think, a little but bit. He'd, well, he'd come in for a chat, is what he'd do. Well, it just kind of, yeah, but it wasn't talking with me more, just at me about his case and stuff. And he had a roll, he had roll-ups, so he was offering me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just sitting there listening. And then he came in for about three or four days in a row. Um, and we'd been married for four years. No, but then... <laughs> um, <laughs> But then after, like, the, on the fifth, oh, I don't know, it was a few days anyway, but he's just staring in. He, at that time. He's, so he's going to court and coming back to prison. So he's talking about his case. It was going on at that time. And then my cell cellmate came in and said, that guy that keeps coming in the cell, don't speak to him. Everyone's <laughs> after him. Oh, God. Because he raped and killed an old woman. Uh... And... Um, we're but still in touch. But he did have rollies, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. mate? So you know, you have got to yeah. size up the. Uh, so know. he, yeah. So that was he had a he had obviously you know like a, that awful crime. But there was a lot of murderers in there and stuff. Right. Um, what is like a group? Of, like, do you know when you get like groups of like what they call it like a murder of crows? And then is there like a 
thing of murderers. Yeah, they're called a a, a scary of murderers. <laughs> <laughs> ca- I think they're called a <laughs> of murderers. Yeah. Um, but it was um, there was one guy because you know the the. People say, um, the first cell I was in, the guy's giving me the lowdown. He was in there for eight years. He was the PT instructor, though. He was really helpful and stuff. Um, I like, yeah, I mean, there's so many fucking little stories, but like, I forgot what I was going to say. But then, so he tells you, you know, don't tell anyone it's your first time, giving you the, all the rules and yeah, all, yeah, yeah. all stuff like that. And, you know, if anyone does try it, you just got to be like, absolutely. But I was, I was in the um, queue for the phone. And this big um, Jamaican, like, yardy guy pushed in the queue. And me and this other guy were looking at each other. And we just pretended not to see him. We were like, absolutely no way am I going to go, I have bruv. Into a fucking um, knife fight in the yard me, at there's dawn. There's a queue. Imagine that. There's a queue, motherfucker. Um, excuse me. I don't know, can't help notice you didn't. Uh, you haven't adhered to the. But there was like there was, there was all in different groups. There was a big group of like yardy gangsters all just playing like dominoes all day and just being. Did you loud. ever join it was, in? It was, a, it was interesting. <laughs> Roll to... in, hi guys. What's the rules? <laughs> hi guys. You're playing it wrong. <laughs> I take, is anyone sitting here, fellows? <laughs> What are you in for? What are you in for, big guy? <laughs> it's my first time. <laughs> oh, you're, you're nice. Straight off, just going with all the things you shouldn't do. Um, do you know when like, they do the rules? Are they like, do you know when an MC does comedy rules? Yeah. Does he just yeah, yeah, yeah. bored of it? He no just talking, no eye contact, no asking what someone's in for. Uh, yeah, yeah, turn your burner phones off when the prison comes up. <laughs> Yeah, but you, was, the first check. night there, there was um, the guy in the cell next to me that he got caught. Oh, someone tried hanging themselves about two nights in as well outside. Um, you know, like it's the balcony, like a standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they just dragged him off to solitary. Oh, that'll help his mental health. Yeah, so <laughs> really, really help. That'll perk him up. <laughs> I saw Jonathan King in there. Do you remember him? Oh yeah, no, he was a, he was a bit of a wronger, wasn't he? Yeah, who's this guy? Jonathan King was, was a, a famous. T- he was, uh, he worked in music, well. didn't he? He was a yeah, did, yeah. as well. I think he was. He was segregated, so he was in. So when you go in association, you can go into like the cage thing outside, and you can look over into the other cages. So he was segregated with all the pedos. Yeah, I think he was like. I think it was. He yeah, he got done for like grooming some young guys. I don't Jeffrey think Archer was in there. A couple like, of he, I don't think Jonathan King was like a. He weren't sniffing around school playgrounds or anything. It was like I think he was sniffing around some young boy. I think it was like fourteen, <laughs> fourteen year olds, like sort of, sort of back in the, in his in his here dear. Yeah. When you get a group of them, is it a hard drive of pedos? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the technical term. Who um, Jeffrey Archer was in there? Yeah, he was in there about a year before me. Yeah, interesting. Anyway, that's enough prison chat. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I'm quite confident. I would this not. This was twenty years prison. ago, and it was only two weeks, people. So I'm not. I'm not like a criminal. Or anything. Oh yeah, you're not a lifetime crook. No. Never uh, thought of going back. Like, did you not miss it a bit? <laughs> I mean, I would crew? go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might go would, back. Do you reckon what would be your? How do you think you'd cope with prison, Brennan? I'd be. I'd be awful. <laughs> I, I went to an all boys school and I wasn't great there. So um, I, I think I'd, 
I'd probably be the person who goes, excuse me, uh, you're pushing in the queue, and then yeah. get get fucking Murdered. stabbed with a toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me, there's some rules here. Did you not see me? Not that that. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> I've got a blue tick, and he'd be like, you're dead, mate. <laughs> What's the? Yeah, is it? But is it? You know, everyone goes nowadays. It would. Anyone who reads the Daily Mail is like a prisons now. It's like fucking holiday camps nowadays. Like, you know, no, it's, always... it's not like a holiday camp. Of course no. it's not. It's like you're still confined and you've not got your own freedom. For like, someone who's institutionalised and is in that world constantly and, you know, you can see people getting in. I mean, they haven't got to pay rent. They get fed. They yeah. get, you know, they haven't got to think outside. There's a lot of stresses for these criminals. Yeah. So it's not even like know, a holiday like, camp in that sense. In that, you know, you yeah, like, I mean, outside camp. the, yeah, like. You know, there's a lot of um, pressure living, isn't there? And you can see how it can happen. They're in there with their mates. You're really selling it. <laughs> um, they're getting looked at. But yeah, that's like, there's not, like, that's why the it's rehabilitation like advisor. Quite... You've got no careers options. Have you thought about prison? It's <laughs> like carjacking. Um, but I, yeah. I know what you mean, but I don't. No, think... the rehabilitation, like, the ratio isn't great. No. But I think, you know, I don't, I still don't, I understand the whole concept. I mean, I wasn't a criminal when I went in. I was working in a job. I mean, I was at a proper job and stuff and I just... How did they take that phone weeks. call? <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to be in for two weeks. <laughs> Is, the, the judge actually did it. So it was during the Christmas holidays. Oh, so you didn't have to lose work time. I lost one day work. <laughs> so that's the real punishment. <laughs> that is a yeah. pro- that is the worst. That is that judge. And I admit it, I just, uh, that cr- basically I just saw it as I missed that Christmas. Like the next year was my, yeah. So I did, I missed a year of Christmas. What was your, I bet next Christmas was good though, isn't it? it was well yeah, it was lovely, yeah. Went all out. What did like, you, what? God, sorry, go on. I was going to say two weeks in uh, prison though. It's not like, did you feel rehabilitated with two weeks in prison? Definitely, yeah. No, um, no, I, I wasn't a criminal before I went in to be rehabilitated. I just thought I was a. I just did something very stupid. I tried bribing the doctor in the police station to say I wasn't drunk as a joke. Oh. But as it's read out in court, it doesn't. Sounds bad, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. <laughs> no. And and I and I had the worst. My solicitor. Because I wasn't definitely going to go to prison. It was like, you know, it was a 10% chance. But he went into the court and he came out. And <laughs> he solicitor. said to me, you, my, my solicitor. He's really he said, lost from a, from a winning position there, isn't he? And he said, no, I mean, before I went in, he was just in the, he was just in the gallery, just, you know, looking at before it was my turn. And um, he came out and said, you've got Judge Cooper. You're going to go to prison. He's puts everyone in prison. <laughs> Do you reckon he always says that, whatever the judge is like, you've got Judge Smith, uh, yeah, you're going yeah. to prison. But when I went, and then in, in yeah, the he's cell... Just, he's just so crap, he's just got to, like, basically just lie. But in the cell under the court, they were going, what are you in for? And I told them, and they said, oh, you had Judge Cooper. I was like, yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. He grounded you. Grounded yeah. you. Apparently his house got burgled once or something, and he's just... I don't know. I don't know whether to so believe... So he's taken it out on every person he ever comes up against. Oh, but he's the Steve it, Bennett of judges. The law. Exactly. <laughs> Four stars, <laughs> two stars for your crime. <laughs> oh shit! That is surely though. That, I mean, I don't know much about the. He legal puts you system. in prison within the law, obviously. Obviously, like, but I still think you've got a judges shouldn't have a. What's like a, a vendetta? Rule. 
Yeah, but they shouldn't have a set rule for every case. Surely they're meant to view every case and every crime they do. individually. Yeah, I guess they're they do. Be, but surely their whole a... point is they're meant to be the almost the pinnacle of objectivity. Well, it's a magistrate. I mean, he is a judge as well, but this is in a magistrate court. But I'm saying, fuck that guy, man. Yeah, fuck, yeah. Fuck even, Cooper. Even my, my friend who's my my friend who's a barrister who I was speaking to a couple of uh, months ago. I went through. I told them about the case and i said judge cooper and this was 20 years ago and she knew him there we go like she was like oh yeah like yeah, he's infamous guy yeah well there we go should we start a campaign a petition to get cooper removed from office yeah get my rob his house yeah, should we just go fucking rob that, give me, that give me We'll probably get put in prison for even making that joke now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Threatened his house. I bet he's got Google alerts on his name. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you've got Cooper, mate. You guys are going. Imagine that we both ended up in prison for Christmas, Julian. <laughs> That'd be the worst. And you come back and your baby's just fallen all over the shop. Oh, and you go, it's God. my fault. She doesn't recognise it's, it's actually one of my biggest fears going to prison Like since then. like It's like, fuck that. I've never had that. I've, I reckon, I don't know if you're like just me. Just getting Brenner. framed for something. or I've, Getting framed for something's bad. But the idea for me, I've always had such a dumb romantic view of prison of being like, I did before there. that, actually. I'll be the clever one that they all come to for, for advice. <laughs> that, <laughs> that wanky thing of like, you know, can they come to me? He goes, Carl, I'm, I'll be the one like everyone else here. Can I ask you some advice? And I'll be like, yeah, I'm currently learning how to do law because I've got a lot of time on my hands. I actually yeah. pretended to the to the guy next to me in the cell. Well, his mate, his cellmate was his friend and he said to me, can you wind my mate up? Because you can speak through, the pipes go through the back of the wall of the cell so you can kind of speak and they pass things through yeah like on, like, on don't like turds like <laughs> like like the end of their dick <laughs> but, uh, merry christmas <laughs> a little bonnet on it a little winter scarf around the Is end that santa coming down a chimney it's just a bell end coming down has he been his yet santa, oh yeah his santa yeah. goes in your ass he has <laughs> I, I I wound this guy up pretending I was a lawyer. Yeah. And I was talking about his case with him, and I said they've brought back like capital punishment and stuff. But I was doing it really well, and he was, yeah, he was he was very very scared. It's nice. It's again but, nice to make his yeah, time I mean, easier. Isn't it? That's how I got to know the guy next door, though. And I used to go next door and play chess with him and stuff. Oh, that's nice. See, that's what again. That's my view of prison. I'd be like, yeah, I'll just be playing chess, even though I don't. I mean, it is it. that, it is that, but like, there's also at any moment, like, like this actually, as I'm playing chess with him, this big guy came to the door and said to me, "Can you come out here for a sec?" Oh God! And I went onto the landing, the balcony bit with him, and he said to me, "You owe me some tobacco." Like, you could that can happen at any moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so there's like. 50% yeah so you can have a laugh you get comfortable suddenly yeah yeah you've got you're getting extorted and you can't do anything about it God. unless you're rock solid like me and told you know what I mean and stood my ground but like so but I, as, don't smoke. <laughs> I don't smoke but I do suck cock and I just slid into the box splits <laughs> And he said, mate, ain't gay, mate. <laughs> a cigarette. Like, kind of just the end of it. But um, I, just, I just want a cigarette, mate. No, but yeah, he was trying it. And But the guy that I was playing chess with, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like give him any tobacco. I, I couldn't, in that situation, I couldn't have done that because 
I would have just been, you know what I mean? It would, they just took the absolute piss. Yeah, yeah. But I could see also in his face that someone had put him up to it. He didn't seem like the most confident mother. Right. He was, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like he was in a cell full of like proper like gangster criminals, yeah, and yeah. they got sort of sent him on his kind of first errand. Might have been his little uh, initiation. Too. Yeah, it was something like that. But he was big man, and like I weren't like. I was like, oh, fuck. I just, yeah, it was awkward, like, to yeah. know how to play it. But, um, <clears throat> and then the guy came out of the cell and said, is everything all right? He knew what was going on. He'd been in there for, like, a long time and stuff. And and the guy just ducked out. And that was it. No. Um, when you went back to the chess set, did he move some of the bits about? Yeah, yeah he did. The chess. <laughs> like I, mugged, I pulled my toothbrush with a blade in it out of my back pocket. Put it in his neck. <laughs> Killed him with a rock. Yeah. Fallen soldier. <laughs> <laughs> so I murked him, mate. That's enough. That's not enough prison talk. Sorry. That's all right. No, it's good. It's interesting. I find. I've it never really spoke about it like. You this. haven't really spoken about no. it like this. <laughs> Just waited for Brennan to come on to talk about <laughs> it. it. Really brings it out of you. <laughs> yeah. It's everywhere I go, everywhere's just like, yeah, can I What's tell you about prison days? We've just spotted your dog sneaking into the shot. Oh, it's a little dog here. What have you got here? Oh, this is uh, Scruff. Little multi poo. Very nice. She's been in prison, mate. <laughs> she just had a fresh trim. She got cut proper short because she was all like matted and that. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, she's really cute. Yeah, she's all right. She's like one. So we got a. Ah, oh, hello. Start of the year. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Imagine she just fucking went for the screen. <laughs> and just she, like, jaw, like jaws 3D. Yeah, she can smell a con. <laughs> <laughs> Got any Rizla? That must be nice having where you move into where you live now for dog walking. That's like, it's ideal, isn't it? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. But like, it's the thing that's kept us sane through lockdown because it's been fucking mind numbing. But having yeah. a dog that goes, I need. Eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been, yeah. Like I didn't want to get it. We we drove. We didn't get it. We didn't get like a like. She's she's not a rescue dog, is she? No. <laughs> but my girlfriend was like, oh, I really want a dog for a while. And then we drove to like Durham or somewhere like that, and the place was horrible. Like they had dogs in cars, and oh the guy. God. And then I was like, I don't want to give these people any money. Got in the car. And then... Stole one off a lamppost outside a shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then my girlfriend got in the car with her and I went, what are you doing? She went, I can't leave it here. Yeah. Oh. And she was like, should we go halves? And I went, no. <laughs> no, we won't. You can, you can fully buy it yourself. But then I've got a better <laughs> And all the food. <laughs> no, I buy the food. Like, the f thing with dogs like this is that they're fussy. So, like, every two weeks she's like, mm, no, I've had this before. So yeah. we have to find new food for it every two weeks. Have you, because Chris Martin was telling me, he's got, um, I've forgotten what type, it's, it's not as small, it's like similar, it's, I can't remember, yeah, yeah. it's a mix of something, but he's just started making the, the dog the, its own food, homemade dog food. That's what we do, and yeah. the dog eats better than, I'm eating super noodles, and she's got like sweet potato, lovely yeah. chicken breast, and you go, what the fuck's going on here? He makes, yeah, he makes it in like bulk for, for the week and stuff, it's, I didn't even know that was a thing people did. Yeah, I don't do it in bulk though. Maybe that's where I'm going wrong every day. I'm like three square meals a day, slaving <laughs> yeah. over the cooker. Especially when like you put one down and she rolls around. Oh, that'd be the worst. That feels like a sort of abusive relationship, innit? You know, like a wife makes 
her husband a dinner and she slaves over it for hours and he just throws it against the wall. I'm not eating it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a pour against the bowl. Fuck off. <laughs> yes. Oh man, that's brutal. I always take it really personally if I cook for somebody I can see they're not well into it. Oh, I like I'm always overly like is it is it good in that? Mm? Yeah. It's like when I, that's why I get so annoyed. My mate Rich is uh He's like my old best mate, but he he does this thing where he always puts salt on a dish even before he's tasted it. And I, you know, I'm a big I like to season food while I'm cooking it. Right? It's going to be ready to eat. And if you might think, oh, actually, I've got a, I, I prefer more salt than some people, then add a bit. But he'll just put it on, then taste it. I'm like, that is every time he's done it ever. I've t- it's really just a little part of me inside goes fucking eat it first and <laughs> yeah. then put salt on it. So yeah, I'm a very, I'm a very, um, what's the word? I take things personally when it comes to cooking, because I love cooking. So. Well, we've we've just started trying to do. We do it every few months. And you're obviously both. We've started doing it, and it's. Do you know what? It's good, isn't it? It's if you like cooking, veganism is wicked because it's you've got to learn how to cook good. Like season and spice you've got learn, yeah you've got to learn how to cook vegetables like veg and basically i think you know most meat eaters microwave job in it <laughs> most meat most meat is like Two minutes focus Ping. on the meat and the veg is a side thought in it so you'll steam it or you whatever side thing. whereas actually when you sort of when veg tends to be one of the main you know events you get good at actually making veg that i you know it's I was, was I saying on here the other day, like, I'll be getting odd box every sun, Monday morning. So it's just a big box of veg. They started putting a cabbage in it. like, And I'd never, cabbage to me in my head was like poor Irish people food like my parents would eat. Yeah. So I've always just had such a negative, visceral reaction to cabbage. And over the course of a few, I just, I just learned to cook cabbage right and realised that loads of Chinese food has cabbage in it. You know, if you cook it right, it's wicked. So, it's nice. It's about you, yeah. So you boil it. We we I did ask that on our last one. Didn't yeah, we? we don't. You don't. You can boil it if you want to. I think I've got dementia. Soggy. You can fry it as well. Fry, fry. I tend to fry it. What you just put oil in a frying pan and put? <laughs> yeah, that is how. Yeah, that's how frying <laughs> yeah. works. What you chop it up or you you can't do no, it. Just put a whole <laughs> cabbage in a frying pan <laughs> and then <laughs> eat it like an apple and then just put just the roll cover it on. around like a football. Leave it for six to eight hours and then you'll be fine, mate. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> one cabbage no, but I mean, I mean, you could peel the, the leaves what's, and make them flat. What's for dinner? Just a whole cabbage. Welcome to veganism, <laughs> guys. Some sriracha on the top. Take it with a spoon. Cut it in half and eat it like a melon. <laughs> Cheers in with a half a cabbage. <laughs> no, it's obviously yeah. You slice you 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 slice it into strips. You can do you, other things. What you oil do you use? It. Olive oil. I tend to fry it in sesame oil, which is a higher. Mm. Um, burning Burn points, yeah. So that's if you're doing things like stir fries, you want to stick to a sesame oil, guys. And use a wok or a frying pan. I've actually got a sort of the a mid between the two. I've got a deep frying pan, oh. which is sort of so it's good. It means you can really toss stuff around. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's a lovely end to the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> How quick should... it went from prison to cabbage. I know. I mean, this is why I don't think I'd last in prison. <laughs> Yeah, like, Day one, I'd be <laughs> leaning through in the canteen going, excuse me, in, how do you cook a cabbage? You could work in the kitchen, though. I love that, mate. Totally revolutionised <laughs> revolutionized the menu. Do they have vegan options? In, obviously, 20 I wasn't a vegan, but um, I, I don't know about now. I, don't, I, 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 I highly doubt it. I reckon I if 
they haven't, it will be very soon they'll have vegan food because there was that court case last was it last year or the start of this year where it was a guy won the court case where basically it was it's a it's an ethical position so it's a it's a protected right yeah. essentially, like a religion would, if you're vegan i wouldn't like, be surprised if they did so well, I like also religious um, yeah, yeah, yeah. reasons and stuff so they, i do think now there would be big on that aren't available. they i don't get me wrong i don't think it's going to be it's High weird end. if a murderer, <laughs> if a mass murderer was a vegan, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's no, got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, I don't exactly. to tofu and human. <laughs> but, um, anyway, we've got to let you go, Brennan. Uh, we've, uh, it's been ah. really fun. You've it's been about, a treat. We've got, got you on to hear about prisons. Prisons. <laughs> prisons of the UK. We should do a documentary series. Prisons of the UK with Julian Dick. Well, Ross Kemp did one, didn't he, in Belmarsh earlier in the year? I don't trust that guy, man. He's, He's always going off and doing stuff that I'm like, why are you there, man? You're just an actor. You yeah, know I, mean? I know. You're Get in Panto. I saw him in, I saw him in <laughs> Panto. <laughs> playing like a sort of Panto villain. And next thing he's in the jungle meeting the fucking. These guys run guns through the Congo. And you're like, shut up. No, they don't. They're extras from EastEnders. <laughs> exactly. Mate, dressed up. I don't. It's just something about, you know, and it's sort of, I feel like somebody's trying too hard to be yeah. like, yeah, no, you know what I mean? That's... It's annoying that when tough act, like they're in films, they're tough. So in real life, the people think they are or yeah, they yeah. think they are. It's like Danny Dyer. I think Danny Dyer's really funny, but. You know, I don't think of him. He's not a hard... He's an actor, isn't he? He spent his whole life acting. He's not actually a London criminal, yeah. No, exactly. So <laughs> he, I went don't to, like... he went to theatre school. Well, yeah. That thing of, like, when he did that Danny Dyer's Hardest Men, and he's like, right, I'm going to go meet the bare-knuckled champion of the world. Fuck you. And you're just like, what? That what? was really funny, it? though, wasn't it? You've got nothing show. in common with him, mate. You're literally an actor. Yeah. What are you going to talk to him about? The time he did youth theatre? <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Um, the time anyway. you played Joseph. <laughs> it's basically what it is. To that. It just when happens I was, to have a working class Mary. accent. Yeah. But yeah, I just find it I find it all a bit cynical anyway. Let's not get bogged down in that. Let's let you go. Um thanks for coming on, Brennan. It's been this really fun. Been it's been very thanks. fun today. Um enjoy your walk with the dogs on the moors. Thanks. Um, uh, any other where people can find you online, you're on social medias. Yeah, it's just my name. At Brennan Reese. On them things. On them things. And Julian, any, any final That's thoughts? Julian Dean official. Um, oh. I, was say, I think people know. If they listen to the podcast, probably aware of us. I think people made their choice whether to follow me or not. <laughs> um, but made their quick decision. People can follow on Patreon where we do extra bits and bobs. and Patreon.com slash we are TVI. Yes. Or lowercase. Thank you. Um, all right. That's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Brennan. Cheers, Thanks to mate. Brennan for joining. Bye. We'll see you soon. Yeah,